Welcome to As You Were, a podcast about Alkaline Trio, where every week we talk about one Alkaline Trio song. And this week, it's The Torture Doctor. Is there a doctor in the house? Is there a doctor in the house? Please, I need a torture doctor. Thought, well done. Thought about that one in the yard today. I could tell. Hooey. David, Anthony, Tim, Crisp. Welcome to our podcast. As you were, a podcast about Alkaline Trio. I'm welcoming you, David. Now I'm going to address mm-hmm. the audience. Um, hi, welcome to our podcast. It's called As You Were a Podcast About Alkaline Trio. Uh, every week we talk about one Alkaline Trio song. And by we, of course, I mean David Anthony, mm-hmm. esteemed writer, freelance writer, former editor of the AV Club's music section. And, uh, right? Is this episode one? Well, no, I thought... That I'd, I thought I'd throw some credentials down because sometimes people are just like Tim. What's the deal with this David guy? Is he like? Mm-hmm. I mean, his opinions seem like they're basically just espousing what you're saying, um, mm-hmm. and uh, they, they're they're a little harder to follow. Um, sure. He also seems to be not as interested in the alkaline trio as you. Um, mm-hmm. also you seem to sound a lot sexier mm-hmm. and I'm like, well, here's the thing. David is my friend and, uh, and, and I like friends. Friends are great. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I brought him in, taught him the ropes a little bit. We're 125 episodes into our podcast as you were a podcast about alkaline trio and, uh, he's learning the ropes He's figuring it well, out. Well, I, I, I think, not to correct you, but I think you mean Friends was great, the television show. Mm-hmm. That's what you meant, right? Um, you know what? No. I, I tried mm. to watch that shit, because Tom Sharpling's got that Meet My Friends, The Friends podcast, which is very good. I was like, mm. oh, if Tom likes it, I can't handle that shit. That's unfortunate. Can't watch sh- something with a laugh track that's new, or, Yeah. I think that's where I think that's where I draw the line. What about the great starring vehicle for the inimitable Richard Carr in Home Improvement? I don't think so, Tim. Mm. Tim Allen's a whole different subject, but hey. Do you think Wilson was always, when he was looking over at uh, the Taylors, he was just saying, I'm staring at your family <laughs> under his breath? Did you see the last episode where you see Wilson's face? Yeah, and I think it's blown off with a shotgun it's pretty wild uh i missed that part um Mm -hmm. i must have been watching it on abc family but hey this isn't a home improvement the television show podcast this is this is uh as you were a podcast about alkaline trio every week we talk about one alkaline trio song and this week we were talking about my own bit of home improvement uh that's uh the house that i bought this in it was in better shape when we looked at it, but that's okay. Um, and uh, anyway, so we're here to discuss uh, an Alkaline Trio song that I listened to in my backyard today for the first time. And mm-hmm. that song is called The Torture Doctor. Now, 
we've gone over this premise before, and uh, sorry for anybody who's heard it too many times. Um, I don't know what you want from me. Well, I think I think it's also been a while since I don't know what you're going to say, but I know what you're going to say, and I think it's been a while since you've had to say it. Mm-hmm. But just to just to refresh anyone or to welcome uh, new listeners, David is uh, David is the type of Alkaline Trio fan who stuck with it from the very beginning, and he's still with us. Um, and by that, I mean he has been exploited for mm-hmm. a period of time um hundreds of dollars hundreds spent. of dollars went to albums such as my shame is true which by that point i was very checked out on this band uh we parted ways at around the time of agony and irony and about five years prior to my shame is true mm-hmm and so when we started this podcast, we said uh, this will be great because this is a this is a band that we have opinions on, and there's some material Tim that you haven't heard ever, so you can listen to it for the first time. And boy, I have to say, when we chose this song last week, I says, "Oh my god, I've seen that title." On my shame is true. Yes, yes. So I put this song on, and I am thinking to myself, God, how, how long does it take for him to say it? Oh, first line, doctor's in. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, cool. Can't get any better than this. And then I heard that chorus. I... I walked away. I was wearing headphones. It followed me. And then I said, be gone. (laughs) I did listen to it uh, a couple times later, but this this is a tough one, David. I disagree. Um, Whoa! I am going to say, I'm going to go on a limb and say that the worst parts of this song... Are the title in the first line. Okay. For sure. Um, it's an awful title. I know it's... Uh, what I thought you were going to say is that this is another entry in the Skiba files, because it is. Um, <laughs> which is famously the songs he writes about books he's read. The book in question this time is Devil in the White City. Uh, oh, this song, okay. Is famously about H.H. H. Holmes, the f- America's first serial killer, mm-hmm. who was nicknamed the Torture Doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, he could have chosen a better title, uh, because that's about the corniest way that you can <laughs> intro a song. There, but here's what I, yeah, here's what yeah, I'll say okay. for it is I think compositionally, musically. It's maybe the most interesting song on My Shame is True um, Mm -hmm. that Matt lays down where he's not just chugging on power chords in the verses and then open them up in the choruses. Mm -hmm. There feels like there's been some level of uh, at least thought presented to what he to like wanting to do something. Oh, yeah. So we just like change the beat a little bit for that chorus. 
Totally. I mean, I don't think the chorus is that bad. I think you're bringing a lot of, like, this song title's bad, so I'm gonna hate it energy. Well, you know what? I try... mm, So, there there is that to an extent, because... It is like, all right, that the fact that he said the doctor's in and I'm like, oh, God, how long is he going to how long is it going to take for him to say that? Sure, I am setting it up. I'm also trying to make myself look a little smarter for being like, oh, yeah, I knew you were going to do that dumb thing. Well, I mean, that was a given. <laughs> there, There's no way he was not going to do it. Like from the. Like, something tells me that was the first line he wrote. Mm-hmm. Like, that's where it began. Um, and, you know, okay, I'll give, him, I'll give him this. If Devil in the White City isn't the book that he read about it, perhaps the book The Torture Doctor by David Frick was. Uh, so David he Frick cl- wrote a book? Yes. Um, just about that U2 album that came out in like 2008 that he said was the oh, best record one. of the year. Uh, but uh, this came out in 1975. Oh, okay. Uh, but uh, clearly he was going to go there. And I think that's, to me, that was always the biggest stumbling block because I never, when I see this song title, I'm like, oh, fuck. And I think I also confuse it with The Temptation to St. Anthony, which is also not a great song title. And <laughs> also like doesn't, I don't really know what he's... At least with this one, I know what he's going for. And, like, part of it is, like, there are several songs on this record, like She Lied to the FBI, I Want to Be a Warhol, this one, where there's, like, pretty blatant, like, Ramones homage. Um, This one having the big hey-ho. Oh, that's from the Ramones? Well, uh, I assume he's... He's getting a little cutesy with it, with that, and the fact that it's about H. H. Holmes, uh, um, which you know uh, is a uh, a way to go with it. Um, but that's again the only part of the chorus I dislike. I feel like this song stumbles at the start of everything, mm-hmm. and then works into a pretty decent groove. Mm-hmm. I feel like the verses do a nice thing where. Derek does some nice an- accents. I feel like Dan's really making effective use of space in the chorus. And I think the chorus can feel a little, uh, I don't know, herky-jerky and not like fully together. Mm-hmm. But I think at least it gives me the fe- like the feeling that like they wanted to be doing something different on a record that is largely... Could it be cut and paste tempos for 90% of it? Um, you don't think those verses are like hella cut and paste? Yeah, I mean, they're pretty straight, but I feel like that that's the point is like they're breaking out of it a little bit in spots more than they do mm-hmm. elsewhere on this record. Like, I don't think this is the worst song on the record. <laughs> and I think like looking at it, I would say it's obviously I don't like a lot of this record, but like. It's the top five songs on there. It's on. It's on the better half. It's the worst song I heard today. Well, how many songs did you listen to today? I listened to a lot. I was outside. I was uh, freaking 
these neighbors, they got this overgrowth, these trees growing into my yard. I was out there with a saw, my freaking, like, what do you call, what do you call the bottom half of your arm, not your wrist? Like, what are the muscles forearm? there? Yeah, your forearm muscles, the inside, the outside, hurts so much. Look at this guy talking about having muscles, la-dee-da. No, I'm saying, like... Things things were activated in my 20 minutes of sawing today that I don't think I've ever uh, had to work before. I think this is how, like, dad strength is, is built. Mm, yeah. That is exactly how it is gained. I got to mow the lawn tomorrow. Yeah. Mm, of course. But, yeah, I, dude, I listened to... Uh, I listened to the entire Boilerman discography. I listened to uh, some Tenement Records. I listened... Anyway... Um, I did listen to a lot of songs, and uh, this was the worst. Um, I I find it interesting that we're in... This is probably the first time, I think, that we've actually disagreed on this type of song, where it's something that mm-hmm. I'm hearing for the first time that, to me, is very clearly like, oh, this is... Uh, this is... Um, what's the... What's that dumbass one on this addiction that we did really early on? Uh, I mean, they're all basically that. Yeah, that one with like the synths. Oh, eating me That's alive! Still the worst one. Mm-hmm. That was pretty bad. Um, um, yeah. I, I think that there's. I think that that chorus just reminds me so much of just like bad, um, like banquet hall music. Like not hmm. like not like stuff that you would hear at like a club, but something that you would hear in like a a prom scene on a TV show and not a good sure. TV show. Sure. I mean I think that's I think that's very apt. Um, you know, and I think so I think again, like to me, this is this song is just like it's super cheesy and it's cheesy in the way where like the only songs I can really vibe with on this record proper mm-hmm. are the ones where I'm like, Matt's doing the Ramones like bit lyrically, where it's like I don't psychoanalyze Ramones songs for like deep meaning. Mm-hmm. Um and I think when I approach these songs that way, I'm a little like, okay, like it's fine. Like I don't love this song by any measure. But I think it has a few small things going for it. One, it like again, is one of the only thing that things that breaks up the record and actually feels like they were working on a song together in a room. Mm-hmm. Um, one of maybe two or three that feel that way and didn't feel like fully gridded and mapped from demos. Um, but the and you know, and I think one complaint I, I think could be leveraged against it is is that like that opening kind of chord progression riff is essentially just like, here's a new take on this could be love. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I think what makes this song interesting to me, and this is giving them potentially more credit is that I think it's just like a free, like, all right, this is cheesy. So fuck it. Let's do every cheesy move. And it feels unlike when they do the half measure into it, where I get really frustrated, where it's like, if you're going to do it, right. commit to the fucking bit and do it. 
this is one of the songs that commits to the bit. Mm -hmm. Whereas I feel like a lot of the songs, especially on the back half of this record, both Matt and Dan's, like they're really trying to walk this line of like, oh, we don't want to be too cheesy or cornball. Mm -hmm. But they put enough of it in to just like, this it sinks what is otherwise an okay song. Mm -hmm. Whereas the songs that Matt wrote for this record where he's just like, I'm going to be a fucking corn dick. I'm at least like, okay, well, at least the level is set there. Like, I don't need to, like, <laughs> pretend this is something else, you know? Um, and it's it's one of the few where I'm like, when... It's one of the only ones from this era where, like, if I saw him play it live, I would be like, all right, I'll, fine. Mm -hmm. That's fine. I think that this song and uh, and the way that you're describing it it's kind of like getting a good sandwich at Applebee's. Yeah, more or less. Cool. You know, like you can't, you can't, you're there for the $1 Long Island iced teas. The sandwich is secondary, you know, <laughs> uh -huh. you go to Alkaline Trio shows to hear them play cringe. If they play this, it's just like, well, okay. Like there's a frilly straw in my drink. That's fine. Yeah. Let me go. That's all it is. Let me go take a leak. Yeah, I mean, again, like, Let me go I rip get, a whiz. I get not liking the song, but I don't think it's it's the worst thing they've done. Spoken like a true diehard. Mm -hmm. I admire your ability to um, to find the good in something that's treated you so wrong at times. I mean, how else can you get through? <laughs> um, I I think that there there are a lot of things that I identify with with what you're saying. I think that this addiction is definitely definitely beneath my shame is true, and I think that coming from you know songs like eating me alive and draculina um mm -hmm. getting something like this it's like okay well like i've had i've had a shit sandwich like i'm okay with this like not great but fine one i can mm -hmm. i can yeah. i can i can get with that like watching um, yeah i mean watching a, it's, it's a tv show no, no. or something that's like you know there, there are a couple bad seasons in there, but you kind of want to get to the end so that you can watch it conclude and you, and you put up with it. Yeah, I mean, I guess like this is what I and I think I've said this before, but I feel like this addiction, and my shame is true, are like Matt's weakest records mm -hmm. by like a pretty wide margin. Um, and again, I th I think my shame is true is like, you know. It's just barely above this addiction. Like, just mm -hmm. barely. Um, and part of that is because I feel like Dan's offerings are pretty weak on it. Mm -hmm. Like, notably weak on it. Uh, and I think it's just like... I think my issue with My Shame is True is the opposite of this addiction, where this addiction is, like, really goofy... In ways that, like, it doesn't need to be, mm -hmm. you know, with Draculina and Eating Me Alive, even, like, Piss and Vinegar, 
the fucking horn solo and lead poison. Like, there's a lot of just like, we're having fun, so whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think My Shame is True falters for the opposite thing, where like the best songs on this addiction, like Fine, like Dead on the Floor is solid, mm-hmm. um, are the ones that are serious. I feel it's the inverse on My Shame is True, where it's too serious uh-huh. and the only things i like where they're are where they're just goofing off mm-hmm. like they're two records that are like the com- literally the complete opposite of one another where like everything on my shame is true is like till death do us part and young lovers mm-hmm. and midnight blue mm-hmm. so a song like the torture doctor is like well at least it's fun like at least you're trying to like have fun yeah as opposed to like just like give me this dour, serious, cliched shit, mm-hmm. which like that's the stuff that always gets me more. Where I'm like, this could have been written by a random word generator, yeah. whereas like this could have too, but it was probably kind of high. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can I can vibe with that for sure. I I like the idea that they're sort of goofing off on this one, it, and it just like maybe doesn't there's a very good chance that like playing this one in the practice space and they're demoing it is just like this song is so fucking goofy yeah and like that's the thing is like when i hear this song musically it's fucking goofy Mm -hmm. like it is like there's no two ways about it and i would never dispute that fact but i'm like at least you're like, that's what I mean when I say like, at least you're going for something. I feel like everything else is just so like a song that spills out, but has no energy in it. Mm-hmm. Or it's like, oh, I wrote it in 10 minutes, but I didn't think it was a good one. We just needed songs. Mm-hmm. So I spent 10 minutes where it's like, it's almost just like, it's almost like they tried to write a ska song, but just didn't have horn players available. Yeah. Like, the, with the open space in the chorus, it's just like, I think that's why I feel like it's so interesting, where it's like, oh, like, Dan's kind of throwing in some noodly bass shit, which he hadn't done in a while, mm-hmm. and, like, Derek's just kind of, like, throwing in snare rolls, like, really slowly in between beats, where I'm like, this is at least, like, these are choices. Uh-huh. That's not something you just... Those aren't accidents, whereas everything else to me just feels like a fucking, like, boring accident. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But now let's get into the lyrics, which are awful. (laughs) Uh, uh, There's no two ways about that. Um, So how much... How much... Did you know what the song was about when you first listened to it? No, I didn't give a shit. Mm. (laughs) Sorry. You know, I think... I. I like this conversation because I think that you're doing a good job of like pointing out something that I feel like we talked about this recently where when people when people know the bit they're they can get really really over the top with like yeah oh oh my god I I, I just learned that capitalism is the worst thing mm-hmm. uh, 6 months ago on Twitter um or god fucking wrestling fans jesus christ um so yeah there's there's a good chance that i'm i'm listening to that and i'm just being like oh fucking come on and Mm. and it's like chill out but you know what i I told you these freaking these trees are growing over into my yard they're covering the the garden because there's so much shade we want the sun back there sorry um 
So yeah, maybe maybe I I was like, oh, I know the score here. I'm I'm too smart for this, um, and I walked away too quickly. But at the same time, do I want to listen to this song? No. Yeah, I mean that's the thing is like I'm never gonna put the fucking song on <laughs> out of my own volition. But it is one of the few where I'm like, yeah, it's okay. Like I think hearing me defend it and then hearing my rating at the end is going to shock people. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I believe where I'm going to place it. Um, but it is just one of those things where it's like, lyrically, I'm just kind of like, <clears throat> when you know what's coming, it's just so much easier to be like, I'll just let it wash over me. Cause you're going to do the thing. Like you're going to do the bit. And like, it's just like the perfect storm of Matt Skiba corniness where it's like a story about a serial killer that happened to play, take place on the South side of Chicago, uh, whose name like kind of works in an alliterative Hey Ho way. Like it's just, he designed this in a lab for himself. Like no one else would write this song. The words just flew out of me. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I know what it is. I know what it is. How much money did you spend on this record? I mean, I bought bought it once when it came out, so fifteen twenty. You get a pre order. Yeah. 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 You did. Well, I, I had to because that's how I had to get the fucking broken wing EP that they were putting out at the exact same fucking time. Um, <laughs> poor. Well, at baby. least there's like three good songs on that. You poor baby. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's, uh, it's a great, it's great that you have, uh, this career now as a podcaster and we, mm-hmm. we make money, we make so much money through our Patreon, patreon.com slash as you were. Um, but before we get into that, what is the rating? I'm prepared to be shocked. 2.5. Oh, get me a scalpel. Um, I I give it a 1.5, extra 0.5 for your fantastic explanation. Yeah, I mean, I just, to me, it's just like an average song. Mm-hmm. It's not one that, like, bugs me enough to feel any type of way about. I see merits, I see demerits, it's so it gets right in the middle. Like, it never overcomes its failures, mm-hmm. but it never succumbs to them either. I'm just, he's just so numbed. <laughs> comfortably um whoa hey so this is our podcast it's called as you were a podcast about alkaline trio every week we talk about one alkaline trio song uh this week we talked about the torture doctor but next week we are going to talk about a song that is chosen by our friends on patreon patreon.com slash as you were that's right that's right we put the power in your hands if you're a patron and if you pledge over there uh and we've been doing some fun little uh bonus audio content recently we talked about tuesday and the day of the week that was fucking fun and um we've been we we did a nice little wrap-up on from here to infirmary not too long ago that i really enjoyed because it was Mm -hmm. a really fun way to kind of revisit but in the context of all of the things that we've talked about already 
So it was kind of cool to just piece all of that together. Uh, it was like a clip show. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was the As You Were Patreon 138th episode spectacular. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've got more of those along the way because we're we're coming close on some of these records. We're wrapping them up. We're we're getting very close. Some only have a few left. Some records are longer than others. <laughs> um, and some records mothers are longer than other records mothers. Um, but hey, uh, patreon.com slash as you were if you want to help us uh, help David repay his, his debt to uh, um, finance that pre-order of my shame is true mm-hmm. deluxe edition um i mean i mean it, it has the demo version of the song which was actually written about john elway and it was called the touchdown doctor um which i really want to hear stop, stop stop um no you you're great you continue um he's the touchdown doctor yeah yeah he 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 he, he really spiked that demo um anyway uh no jokes over there on patreon.com slash as you were but polls and uh bonus audio if you want to uh help support us either way we'll be back here on the feed next week as we always are and we will see you then thanks folks he's on denver broncos yeah he went to the super bowl That was cool. I'm going to run that over the... uh...